Hey guys, I've got some good news. The Princess and the Dragon, my new book, is one of the books that is going to be featured at the Fearless Marketplace, Author's Edition, to be held in Atlanta, Georgia, on Saturday, October 19th, from 1 to 5 p.m. This is an author's showcase, hosted and created by Miss Arian Simone, noted Hollywood and music industry promoter and publicist. You can RSVP for the event, as well as order my book at www.fearlessmag.com backslash fearless-marketplace. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll check us out. You're listening to Joel and Felicia Family Values, where we talk about marriage, family, and life. As you're listening, maybe you'll find some similarities. Maybe you'll find some differences. But hopefully you'll find some answers. Let's go. So we're back to Still Busting Up a Cheetah. Part three. Part three. I know we were talking about just learning to be okay right so like as a woman I feel like a lot of my value system exists outside of me how you see me you know how you value me and you know my earlier podcast I talked about so tune into that learning to be okay without that being a necessary thing but then there's a, a, a different thing because a woman kind of finds her value outside of herself a lot of times, you know, and we're guilt, we're all guilty of that, you know, no matter how much you say, like, well, I'm my own woman, blah, 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 blah. just let somebody just say something, you know, to just kind of um, go against some of that coal factor, I guess, that you think you have, and your world's going to get turned a bit upside down but for a man you know like being okay I feel like he needs to learn more to be okay since you said that the cheating aspect comes from something he's trying to fix in himself and it exists something more inside of himself versus a woman who's cheating and like I'm trying to get things outside of me right so I can be happy learning to be okay for a man is it learning to be okay to be vulnerable and especially being vulnerable to to me as your wife. Like, you know, being vulnerable. Because I, I will say, I just completely thought you had no feelings. You know, and I feel like you were going to probably take my feelings to that teller and give them to her. Like, not my feelings, but yours. Because your feelings are mine. But I don't feel like that that's something that you felt safe. Yeah, yeah. Leaving with me. I agree. Now, I didn't feel safe leaving mine with you either. Mm-hmm. But then often I would, though. Yeah. As a, you yeah, know, just yeah. being a woman, you know, I'm crying. Oh, what are you, you know, mm-hmm. all these feelings and stuff. Just at the time I felt like I'm wasting them on him. He don't care, you know. <laughs> but, like, mm-hmm. I didn't see a whole lot of that from you. Yeah, I think the that loyalty aspect even though you didn't always feel safe leaving them with me, you would. But I, I, I would venture to say some of the disloyalty that I had to unlearn as a man would lead me to 
say, well, if I take it to this other woman, if I take it over here, then she's going to understand me without me having to be vulnerable of knowing all of my little ins and outs and all the negatives and mm-hmm. all that stuff about me that my wife knows. Mm-hmm. I can take it over here and kind of be... And yet you telling her all my negatives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> telling all the bad stuff and, and opening it up and she don't understand me. All that kind of stuff. I can be vulnerable and I feel this and I feel that and, and she's just looking at you starry eyed you mm-hmm. know and then you go home to your wife and you kind of relieved that you have expressed feelings but it really is feeling that you need to be working out with the wife you know and I think for me that was mm-hmm. the temptation is this other person they don't get they'll get one side of the story so I get to kind of feel better I express those feelings as a man without bias bias Cause I, you know, I would definitely probably have a bias, mm-hmm. you know, towards you expressing, you know, your feelings, yeah. and I think probably that would have been more of an issue with me because I felt like, well, because I felt like when I expressed my feelings to you, that you biased them, you mm. know, and so I wasn't able to express because it's really weird, like, mm. you know, before you get married we're you were dating it's like all of a sudden a man's expressing all of his innermost feelings and mm-hmm. all of the things that hurt him mm-hmm. and then you get married and whoop, that just shuts off yeah you know it's it's almost like and it doesn't immediately shut off things might happen to where yeah. you no longer feel safe mm-hmm. because now perhaps i've seen something negative in your character yeah. that has painted my view of you yeah. So I'm looking at you through different lenses. Well, let me say this. I I really believe men as a man for me, I would look for I would look for the bias to my favor cuz we're competitive, you know. I always want to have the upper hand. I always want to be dominant. I want to have the advantage in a in a, in a and then I didn't want to compete. I just wanted you to protect me, to love me, to mm. understand me, and and which brings me back to this feeling of like you were always competing with me, and mm. I just wanted to be loved, yeah, cared for, yeah, and I, I think affectionate towards. That's <laughs> the difference of men and women. To mm. me, it is because I was competing because I I loved you, but I also wanted. To feel like I had the upper hand in early upper hand marriage. How? I just like just, what kind of upper hand you looking for? <laughs> I'm in control. I I run the ship. Or I I know where we're going more. You know, so it's and, just kind of a to me like for us. If, if that's something that you wanted, that's something that I wanted you to have. But that's oh, yeah. not how you acted. Oh, definitely. No, not at all. Not at all. But. I, I think and why was that you think to me I think it's still on my part it was not really growing up still seeing myself as that same little boy that I'm riding in the back of the car with my mom and daddy even though I got my wife sitting next to me mm-hmm. you know I'm still a little boy in mine and I hear a lot of young men that are that way they're still little boys in mine but they're married or, or they got a baby with a girl and you know they we're still little boys in mine but at the same time, we're men and, and... Just being overkill. Yeah. Overkill trying to exert something that you already have. Yeah, it's kind of like you you have that authority, but you don't realize it, so you 
overcompensating to feel like you have it, even though, like, dude, you actually do have the bank account. <laughs> you already have the money. No, no, but I, I feel like I do. You know, you're just overcompensating by being too controlling. Mm-hmm. And I know that wasn't yeah. your issue, but I've seen that with like I know some of my girlfriends and stuff mm-hmm. where they're so overcompensating that they have to force the fact I am the man. Am you don't man. do this. You don't do mm-hmm. that, and just become. Yeah. But I think probably it's like you're saying that they are overcompensating because. I'm still that boy in the backseat of my parents' car, maybe, mm. you think? Yeah. You, you know, you have to overdo things when you feel a little bit. To yourself. Yeah. Once again, that inward the inward thing, the man is inward. I need to prove to myself that I'm the man, that I'm in control, that so I know. So you dominate me to prove to yourself. Yeah, that I am dominant, that I'm the, I'm the man. You know? <laughs> I'm the one that makes this happen. You know, I, I control things. Even though, in, in all intents and purposes, you may not. Mm-hmm. But I need to feel like it, to feel like a man. But like you said, a leader just learning leads, to be okay. Yeah, a leader, he don't have to constantly say, I'm the leader. He just I'm in charge. You know, he the things he does mm-hmm. shows that he's the leader. Mm-hmm. But he's learned to be okay with his leadership to where he don't have to constantly tell you he's the leader. Or he doesn't have to dominate you That's to prove right. that he's the leader. If he's vulnerable, he don't feel like, oh, I'm no longer the leader because I'm vulnerable. You know, because mm. to me, a good, a good husband, a good leader, he can be vulnerable and still very much lead his family. Yeah. Matter of fact, I think he, he's a better leader if he's vulnerable and open to his life. Because then that would make you more understanding. Mm-hmm. So you weren't very vulnerable. No. In our marriage no. initially, why do you think that that was? Hmm. It's probably a lot of things, but I I think it's I think we've talked about it before. I think I wasn't very vulnerable because I was hiding a lot of stuff. I was hiding pornography. I was hiding, you know, just lustful thoughts. I was hiding just insecurity and uh, just so many things. Just kind of fear, yeah, fearful. You know, uh, low self-esteem, hiding so many things that. It's dangerous to be vulnerable when you feel like you got a lot to hide. Mm. I can't show nobody that stuff. You know, if I do, they're going to take advantage of me. They're going to overpower me. They're going to subdue me. And I'm the man. I, I don't. I don't need to be subdued. I don't. I don't need to show weakness. You mm-hmm. know. So I got to hide that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I forget. I think. I think sometimes, like men, forget mm. that that's why we're here. Yeah. As women, to help. To help me. You're you know, like, I, I can help you with that, you mm. know. But, you know, I, I, I do believe, too, that there shouldn't be, you shouldn't be too emotional. Because yeah, I do need right. you to be a leader. That's right. You know, I think there is the overkill of, mm. and I think that's where we were. <laughs> yeah. That's where we were. Mm-hmm. Just a little too emotional, too mm. Um, too much of a martyr, too much of, you know, if you were too much of a martyr, then you were just too... Too emotional in the wrong way. Yeah, just super angry, you know, yeah. and just taking it out on me and stuff. Yeah. Um, too, just too quiet even, you mm. know, I'm not sharing anything with you and I'm not even going to give you affection, mm. you know, so mm. I just feel like, I think there's that, that balance. It is. It's a balance, I think. 
we we've heard it said sometime to a man, put your put your big boy pants on. You know, oftentimes I think that's kind of a way of saying you're being too emotional in the wrong ways as mm-hmm. a man and as a leader. Mm-hmm. I think men we gotta be we need to be emotional. We mm-hmm. need to have hearts. We should be vulnerable. We should be compassionate. But you gotta do it in a way that doesn't hinder you from leading your family. You know? Mm-hmm. You've got to be able to know how to focus on what's right. I always remember that scene in a Book of Eli when he's traveling across the country in this wasteland and people are just assaulting each other and taking advantage and, and he stops at one point and uh, he sees a lady being taken advantage of and these men are attacking her but he's got a purpose he's got to meet on the other coast and so he stops and he kind of says uh, uh, it's, it's not your focus it's, it's not, not your concern your, it's not your concern and he has to keep telling himself that and he keeps going but then another time comes where the same thing happens he intervenes uh, and he saves her bar. <laughs> and he, he handles some business but <laughs> At that time, that's what he needed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I think as men, we, we've got to have our emotions and be vulnerable. But also, we, are, we have to lead and be able to, to see. And I think when you have those characteristics intact, that's what you need to stop yourself from cheating. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm vulnerable. I feel these emotions, but mm-hmm. I know I'm a faithful man to my wife. Let me go home and talk to her. Let me... What if, though, because, you know, these are some hard things. What if you go home and you talk to her, but you still don't get what you need or you feel that you need or that she completely missed it Mm -hmm. or, you know, because I think a lot of times what we'll see and what we'll say is like, I know, I know her. She ain't going, she ain't even going to get it. Mm. You know, and, and vice versa, because, you know, a lot of times, you know, it'd be hard to take a chance mm. to take that risk that today you get it, you know? Well, I know I've said that. I'm like, I don't care what I say. She ain't going to get it. You know? <laughs> to me, not everybody believes in God, you know, but I, mm. I, I firmly believe that I believe in God. I believe in Jesus and love Jesus, because I've seen him work in my life. Mm. And I can truly say, I prayed. I prayed, and there were times where I would say, Lord, I'm, I'm just not getting through. I don't think she understands. Mm. I'm, I feel like I'm beating my head against the wall. I need you to help me, mm. because this is just this is an issue, and I can't deal with it. I'm, I'm frustrated. And I promise you, Felicia had to do the same with me. She had to pray. And yes. and really just bring it to God sometimes, but I can I can tangibly say when I would do that I would see results and oftentimes mm-hmm. I would have to there was something I would have to do you know mm-hmm. there was some times where I, he said I need I need you to write her a letter yeah. and express it on paper because yeah. you're gonna have a captive those are the audience. most effective yeah um, ways I think we communicated you know back then. They're still effective because you now. can't argue with a letter. You, you can't. Know? I mean, yeah, because I mean, I'm a captive audience. That's you know, right. with this letter, you're at work, and mm-hmm. I have this letter left in and a spiral notebook. I'm not going to quit reading it because I'm just gutting. No, I'm, I want to see what you got to say. I'm gonna read. But it I really got to see your like, heart. yeah, your heart, what you were thinking, mm-hmm. because you were pretty quiet. You yeah. Know? So I, I really kind of heard you. Yeah. I heard you. But God has innovative ways 
to show. And I think that whether you you confess Christ or not, I think God listens to us. And, mm. and no matter who you are in your marriage, if you feel like you're not being understood, mm. talk to God. Say, say, God, I don't even know if you exist, but I need help in my marriage. I just don't understand this woman. I don't understand this man. Ask for help. And I, I promise you, mm-hmm. I promise you, I wish I had a money back guarantee, but I promise <laughs> you, you will get an answer of some kind and you'll, yeah. you'll know what to do. Mm-hmm. But to me, there's, those are things that are almost above our pay grade yeah. as far as knowing what to do. I mean, you can get counseling. Counseling is a good thing. Oh, absolutely. And I, I don't care how Christian you are. Counseling ain't a bad thing. If you mm-hmm. need to talk to somebody, do it. Mm-hmm. But Like marriage counseling and personal yeah, personal. personal. Even right. more so because I think we are the yeah, even more so. Yeah, we're the enemies of our own. Um, yeah, you know. And I, I would say too. And if you are going to, let me just say this: yeah. if you're going to like suggest that your spouse mm, yeah. is the issue and that they need to get counseling, be willing to go with them. Mm. Because that that just that yeah. just reads wrong to me. Yeah. For you to say, you know, because I I remember you need help, and I think mm-hmm. men would do that because I know I did that. Mm-hmm. I said, well, you need counseling, and so I set up counseling. I did end up going, but that kind of it read poorly to Felicia. Like something wrong with you, not me. Mm-hmm. And that's what that says. But I and I, you know you hear that all the time. She crazy. She crazy. <laughs> I don't hear women say that much about men. But I hear men say she crazy. That woman crazy. Was she crazy when you got the, when you met her? Okay, okay. Was she crazy when you first saw her and she was looking gorgeous? Mm-hmm. No. So she's not crazy now. It's just you don't understand something about her. Mm-hmm. But you know, I know in in that instance, me sending her to a counselor, it helped some. But I don't think it helped because for one thing, a lot of what he had to say, I was like. I don't agree with that. I don't, mm-hmm. It wasn't in, in in any sense of the word. I couldn't agree with him. You mm-hmm. know, but it was almost like you know. I felt like you were s- sending me to do something that you were supposed to do, mm. or that you know, well, like exactly pushing off it. the responsibility. Get, like I had already, you know, I already that's felt like you yeah. know, in the marriage, like you always usurping that responsibility over on if it's not to me it's something else it's blaming some other mm. circumstance blaming something that happened mm. is why this is that's you right. were never responsible that's right and once again that's what come to, came across in that instance is, well, I don't know what to do with you I'm going to send you to this <laughs> other man counsel and let him counsel you and you can figure out what's wrong well, with what you, responsibility you know? do you think that you bore Hmm. In that particular instance, I feel like it was a responsibility to dig, to really dig and talk through some hard stuff. But didn't that require, and wouldn't that have required you being okay within yourself in order to heal? Oh, yeah. Because I felt like, and this is what I I feel and I felt like if I said anything Mm. that was already or off with me, it was your fault. Yeah. I felt like you felt that it was your fault. And so you couldn't, it it prohibited you from listening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You just took it personal too much. So I couldn't talk. I couldn't say, you know, why was that? 
Well, I think that went back to a lot of early marriage where I, I was like, I can't do anything right. Everything's my fault. I'm going to screw up, you know. As I've gotten older, that Enneagram has helped. Prayer has helped. This talking has helped. Mm-hmm. I've learned I'm, I'm okay. And it's, it's like you said, I'm truly learning to be okay. I'm learning. And okay to, enough to hear. To me. hear some hard stuff. To that, hear some hard stuff. Yeah. 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 That even might involve your name. <laughs> oh, a lot of it. And then to be okay and be like, yeah, yeah, I did that. Or, oh, that wasn't good. But not to feel like when you hear your name associated with a negative experience mm-hmm. or a negative circumstance that it makes you a bad person. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I did something wrong. You know, I, I did something not good or I did something I shouldn't have done. And then it's not the what for me you know what i'm saying and as you're even talking about it it sounds like well i just i did something wrong but it's what how it made me feel that Mm. i need you to be in tune to yeah well let me say this i would find my value in the things i did Mm -hmm. and so i was like well i did something wrong that makes me unvaluable Mm -hmm. but what truly between us what gives me value you love me i love you you know our value isn't all what we do do mm. to each other. Performance driven. Performance driven. It's just the fact I love you. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. And through that love, what I do to you and for you should be good things. Mm. You know? But I think we're very human and I think when we do make mistakes, if I truly love you and value you, I'm able to even hear my mistakes and and take them on, yeah, yeah, that wasn't the best. And I care about how you felt about it. And I want to get it right. And then we'll continue forward. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like I said, I think, in the other thing with the MMA. You know, they beating each other up. But then they hug after, hey, good fight, buddy. <laughs> you know, that's how we should be emotionally with each other. You know, if we have to hammer through some stuff and we're, we're getting a little competitive to understand each other. But then we come to an understanding. We should be able to hug afterwards and say, Hey, I'm glad we had that talk. I understand you a little better. Yeah. I care more about you because I know more about you. I feel like that's how our talks are now. Yeah. You know, so much better. They're, they're like, it's we're not more enemies. of a goal that's to right. understand um, each other and where we're coming from. That's right. Whereas, you know, I felt before, you coming from a crazy place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everything was, I was trying to be okay mm-hmm. with myself by the end of the conversation. But that always entailed me feeling like I wasn't wrong. Mm. So, mm. if I felt like I was wrong, I, I had my head down at the end of the conversation. And I was trying to be okay with you feeling like I wasn't wrong. Yeah. That there was nothing wrong with me. That's right. I think it's a lot of... A lot of Outward. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think anything's wrong with... I don't want you to think anything's wrong with me. I want you yeah. to love me. That's and right. I want you to love me even if you think I'm flawed. Yeah. Or if I'm broken. Can you still love you me? Still love it's me? almost like Alex Haley's queen. Yeah. You know, sometimes yeah. when you get that bitter woman mm. because she's been through so much, can mm. you still love me through my brokenness? That's right. It's a big thing. It is. Really big thing. It is. And we need that. Men and women need to yeah. know they're loved even in their brokenness and weakness. And I think the man needs to know that he is loved. And like you say, if you're more performance driven, mm-hmm. then you need to you need to know mm. that you are loved 
through your body performance. Yeah, because you're gonna convey to me what you feel is happening. Mm. Like, there's no way you can love me, so I'm gonna be mean to you. Yeah. I'm going to be mean to you because I did bad, and you can't love me if I'm bad. So yeah, so I'm, and it makes me angry because I can't control it. I can't. And then you take it out. Yeah. And you take it out, but like a lot of times. I think for us as women, we're not necessarily judging so much of your performance to love you, mm. but I think we're judging that performance in a way that would allow us to be okay, allow us to be happy, allow us to feel a certain way. Like your performance, you know, keeps me from feeling um, good about myself yeah. because you did this. I feel this way. Feel bad. It's a lot of feelings involved feelings. with, you know. So I feel like, you know, that we probably should talk about performance versus feelings. Mm. Like the next time we talk. Yeah. What do you think? I agree. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Man, this has like really been pretty cool talking to you about like this cheating stuff. Mm. Glad we got it on the table and we still in the, in the fight. What about you? Oh, feel yeah. that? You feel yeah, that way? Still in, the, still in the fight. In the game. Still in that game. You still you. got game, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm glad. I need need my game with my sweet wife. Uh-huh. <laughs> you need the game. I need the game anyway. Well, you guys, thanks for listening to us. And probably when we get back again, we will be talking about some performance and feelings mm. and things like that as it relates to us as like men and women because I know yeah. that's a huge issue that we obviously had in our marriage mm-hmm. and in between that time we'll probably be talking about yeah. like some of those things that we felt that's right. love kind of hashing through this stuff before we get on the podcast yeah. so hope you guys have a great day and we'll chat later thanks so much for listening to today's podcast you can find our podcast here on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes and more If you like what you're hearing, remember to hit subscribe so you'll be alerted every time we drop a new podcast and topic. If you don't mind, leave us a review and let us hear what you think of our content. You can contact us via our email, joelandfalaciafamilyvalues at yahoo.com or DM us on our Instagram at joelandfalaciafamilyvalues. Thanks for tuning in and remember, marriage is a journey, not a destination.